Hey everyone, welcome back to the King Kumar podcast where your dreams and goals will become a reality through the amazing people that I interview who are already doing that. And today I have an awesome guest. His name is Faris. And Faris has, I think, 28K, if I'm not mistaken, on TikTok. And he mainly makes finance and business videos. And he's also a YouTuber. Um, he makes videos about Bitcoin, Forex, investing, finance, um, how to grow on TikTok. And we're just going to have an amazing conversation on, yes, how to grow on TikTok. And we're going to talk about some investing. So without further ado, let's get into it. Forrest, how are you today? Man, great. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. No problem. And um, for my audience, kind of give like a quick story of like your background, your childhood, so they can get to know you a little more better. So yeah, I was I was born in Flint, Michigan. I moved here when I was around maybe like two or three. Um, I live in a suburb in Chicago. Um, I went through all the schooling, high school. I'm currently a sophomore in college right now. Um, and I'm just trying to find as many different um side hustles as you can say uh to learn and also to make money while doing it interesting and what kind of side hustles are you in so currently right now i'm mostly um i'm trading crypto i'm trying to get into um there's different platforms that you can get into which offer you passive income um trying to do tiktok for the long run youtube um just other stuff that just comes because during this quarantine time all we have is time, right? So I'm trying to capitalize off that as much as possible. So anything I come across, just try it out. So that's what I'm doing currently. Interesting. How did you first get into trading with crypto and like Bitcoin? Yeah, so I was, I think, a junior in high school. Um, I've always, I've heard of crypto. I heard of Bitcoin. Um, and my uncle, I don't know where he was just like, hey, have you heard of this? I was like, yeah. Um, and he showed me it and there was this one platform around back then it was called BitConnect. Um, basically it was a passive platform where I think it was giving you like 1% a day on your money. So he got me involved in it and I just, I loved it. And then from that, I learned, you know, how to buy crypto, how to sell it, how to trade it. And ever since then, I just, I not so fell in love with it. I fell in love with the, the, the amount of returns you can get from it because comparing this to the stock market you don't get you know 10 percent days um in one day with with certain stocks you get it with crypto and you definitely can lose a lot that way too but with risk comes reward so that that's kind of how i started it was through my uncle and i'm, I'm super grateful that i he showed me it because i don't know if i ever would have gotten involved as much as i did now and- it for him Awesome. And kind of like, I'm very new to cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in general. Um, how does one go about it? Because stocks are quite easy to learn, you know, they're kind of easy to buy and sell and trade. But Bitcoin, on the other hand, it's a little bit more complicated. So kind of describe how does one buy it? Um, how do they know when to sell it? What are the secrets to um, trading and buying Bitcoin? So yeah, I, I go over like the majority of this stuff on my YouTube channel if you want to check it out. But basically, it's, it's exactly the same as um, stocks. Like it's, we're so far into it now. Like when I got started, it wasn't as easy as it was now. Like I had to learn a lot just to buy it and sell it. Um, now, because it, I, 
I'm pretty it's it is more mainstream now it's a lot more easier like you can there's there's a website called Coinbase which in my opinion is just like Robinhood which is the easiest way to buy and sell stocks um, all you have to do is just choose your pair Bitcoin um, choose your bank account and you click buy and it's simple as that and it holds it there for you and whenever the price goes up and you make money you can just sell it or what you could do is hold on to it for the long term which is personally what I'm doing I buy Bitcoin and I don't I only sold maybe maybe two or three times and that was just to test it out and maybe once because I uh, wanted to ca uh, capitalize on the profit but ever since my two years or three years that I've been in it I've only sold like maybe three times because I personally think in the long run, like five, 10 years, that's when um, we'll see those crazy um, Bitcoin prices. Now other people, you know, they also can um, sell, make profit that way, but I just see it as a long-term. Interesting. And to trade Bitcoin, um, how much does one need to get into it? Like what is the initial amount they need to get started and to buy Bitcoin? Like can they start with zero dollars or did any like 100? Um, what is that amount that they need to get started? Yeah, so you can get started with like as little as like a dollar. With Bitcoin, you don't need to buy the whole Bitcoin. You can buy like five dollars worth. Um, but to trade, you know, you kind of want more so you can do uh, I would suggest maybe like a couple hundred just to play with at first. You might even lose it. And then once you know how everything works, then start doing it. Um, but to trade it, you would need to move it on to different exchanges, which gets a little complicated. But like I said, there's plenty of tutorials online how to do it. But once you get involved in it, it it's like a walk in the park. Awesome. And that, that's cool. Um, yeah. What other side hustles do you do other than Bitcoin? So... I did get involved with uh, drop shipping um, like a year or two ago. I did it with two of my other cousins. Uh, we created like a pet store. Um, I don't know if you, I'm sure you heard of drop shipping. Right? Everyone's yeah. talking about it. So I got in, like I would say, end of 2018, early 2019. Uh, we just wanted to give it a shot. So we created like a pet store. Um, we ran some Instagram ads. We got like a sale hat we were happy about. And then it just kind of, Tied off like uh, we were all, all three of us are in college, so it's just this what we did this during winter break, and it just kind of started dying off. But I still wanted to go, keep going, so during the summer I picked it back up myself. Um, I started run, learning more about Facebook ads. I bought a course how to do everything correctly because when we started it, we were only on YouTube, which which is amazing. But the way I see it and the way I learned um, from someone is. On YouTube, you see all these videos. Like you'll watch like a dropshipping video, you'll get a thousand of suggested ones, or different ones, and your mind can't comprehend what one person is saying because another person's just said their own thing. So when you buy a course, you're only viewing one person and everything he has to say, so you can learn it better. So that always stuck with me, and I bought a course that way and did everything correctly off that course. And I made, uh, you know, I made not a lot of money, but I made enough to where. You know, it was also fun for me and I learned a lot. So that's also one, one, one thing that I did previously. Interesting. And I want to get back to the Bitcoin. Um, some people say that it's, quote, a scam. And um, they say um, that it's also like a bubble. Can you Do you want to describe like that and why it's not a bubble and why it's not a scam? It's people, those are the people that are saying it that really don't understand the technology. They're only looking at the price of it because the price went up last year 
it went up from $9,000 to $20,000. And they're thinking, oh yeah, the price went up that high, the bubble, which it did correct because nothing can go up that much. The price right now is back at around like $9,000, but they just, they don't understand. They understand the technology, but not the point of the coin. And the coin is, is a store of value. It's like gold. Um, as you know, the dollar isn't backed by anything. It's just backed by the federal government. Before it was backed by the gold, the gold standard. Now it's not, which the value of a dollar can, you know, it can go to zero for all we know. And with Bitcoin, there's a finite amount. There's 21 million Bitcoins out there and you can't have more than that. So that's where the supply and demand comes in. The more that's out there, the higher, or the less that's out there, the higher the price is and vice versa. So I, I don't know, some people have their own opinions. Um, and if it a U.S. is in a bubble, that's not. I that's not like. A, I don't like how someone says that because I I personally don't think it is a bubble because the price. I I just everyone has their own opinion on it. Interesting. Um. What? So kind of. Let's get back to the courses. Um. Right now, if you look on YouTube, you watch one YouTube video. There are millions and thousands of courses around Bitcoin, around Shopify, around for me podcasting. How does one differentiate? Okay, this course is legit. This course is not because I we're talking yesterday and I said most courses out there, I would probably argue are scams. If you look at the, oh yeah, I completely agree. I completely the ones agree. that you see on YouTube, like with the ads. Those are scams. Um, how does one know, okay, this is legit and this is not legit? So what I personally do is, um, I don't go into it looking for a course. I go into it trying to learn off of YouTube. And if that person I'm watching provides a course, that's just a cherry on top. So how I personally do it when I'm learning stuff is, I go to the YouTubers who are small. I don't go, because right, right away, if you type in dropshipping, you'll get um, I don't know if you know, like you'll get Hayden Bowles, Bia Hezza, these big people with over 300,000 subscribers. Yeah, Kevin and, David. Yeah, all these people and they have all these subscribers. They're more incentivized to promote their courses or not to give the most valuable information because they already did that and they already have built a following. So what I do is I go to the YouTubers under 10,000, under 5,000, who all they want to do is give out value so they can grow. And if you learn from them, that's that's a lot better because you actually get to take away valuable information. And then those people, if you really like them, you buy their course. But that's after you watch. I never, I've never once bought a course from a YouTube ad or just from a random guy online saying, this course helped me, this one change it. I've only bought a course where I've watched their YouTube videos or they have some prior uh, reputation that I know of and I know that can be backed up. And if the course doesn't work out, I'm fine with it because I took that risk and I knew deep down this guy would, would, would help. Yeah, definitely. But my thing is, is I wouldn't necessarily agree with you. Like if you guys are purchasing a course, I wouldn't necessarily believe, like I wouldn't necessarily go for someone who's big. Like, go for someone who's small, you should also go for someone who's big. For example, let's take Graham Stephan. I'm sure you watch Graham. Yeah, All yeah. Graham does is give free information. And I'm at the point where I trust Graham, right? Because Graham gives out so so much information. I think like if you watch, 
I would say like you're watching a YouTuber and they are pushing out their course 24-7 like every minute they can. It's probably a scam. But people like Graham who are not who don't necessarily say, hey, I have a course like I don't I think I've been watching Graham for like a month or two right now and I, I have never once watched this video where he's pushing out his course so like there are legit ones like Graham uh, Pat oh, yeah, Flynn for podcasting I completely agree there's some big ones who are yeah. but there's also a lot of big ones that don't have the the the, the same thing Graham Stephan yeah. has and, and doing it how much did you pay for your Shopify course if you don't mind me asking I think I paid three hundred dollars for it yeah not that bad too like if it's something is like when something when these courses like ty lopez uh kevin david um all these courses right and they're pushing out for two thousand dollars that is a major red flag for me because if you're asking for two thousand dollars it kind of seems a little fishy well you have to see what the value they're providing right if that course is giving you something that is worth $50,000, then, you know, it's worth $50,000. I'm sure Ty Lopez has something in that course where it's worth $50,000. But then again, maybe not, but not everyone is willing to drop $50,000 on course. Yeah, awesome. So, Paris, I know you get into like a lot on your TikTok, especially because I've watched you and I'm a daily viewer of your videos. Um, how does one make money? Like, let's say they're starting off from zero dollars. How can they make money? What kind of side hustles do you recommend them doing? So it all depends. Um, you can go the the, the short term route, meaning the amount of work you put in, you see the results right away. Or you can go the route of you put in work and it might take a year or two, but they give you more sustainable returns. So um, I'll give you an example. So um, like a short term thing you can do, you can you can do um, dropshipping, you can do trading, um, you can find other side hustles online. Um, I'm sure you've seen a lot on TikTok of like you can, um, what is it, voice record your, your you can, you can re- read a book and your audio is like, you, you send them your audio and that's how you get paid for it. Um, there's like a whole bunch of stuff and you get paid like instantaneously or maybe within a week and you see that gratification. Or you can go the route of uh, like what you're doing, podcasting or YouTubing or whatever it is, something that you have to put in a lot of upfront work, but then oh, maybe after a year, a couple of years, you'll see the exponential growth. So it all depends what you're willing to do. Um, if you're wanting to put in the more work um, up front and wait, or if you want the money right away. Yeah, um, I was, so how does one get into like that voice recording for books? How does that work? Have you tried that and um, See, like, success? I, I, I was going to, I, I, I technically did, but the thing is these people on TikTok, they're mostly looking for views. So they will withhold certain information. So when I went on it, I think the website was, was rev i think that's either audio or you type certain stuff to get paid that way um first you have to qualify and then the jobs that they have out there which they say they pay like around a couple hundred dollars for you have to apply for that job and they look at your track record and then give you the job and after that after you even do the work they may they see if that work is um uh worth it and then they pay you so online they just say look do this sign up um uh, 
and look, you can get paid this much just showing how the quote for the, the gig or job, but they don't show all this extra stuff. So, I mean, you can always try it. Like that took me maybe like 15 minutes. I logged in, I saw what I had to entail. If I was willing to put in the work, I would have done it. I proceeded to want to because I didn't think it was worth my time, but some people might and they might do it. So there's some stuff that it's on you if you want to learn or not. Interesting. And I know you also sell books on eBay. Um, that's, a, that's another quick way to make money. And I know Gary, I know what to get into how you got met Gary V, but Gary V talks about a lot. Like you all have a thousand dollars just flying around. You just have to find it and utilize it. Um, how did you get into that? And do you recommend people possibly selling their books online? I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, if you saw my TikTok, it was just like, it's not something that, um, I'm doing like super full hustle. It's just, you know, I go all through high school and college. I've accumulated a lot of books and I wanted to, I, I've always just kept them because I knew listening to Gary Vee always said, or I knew that books hold a lot of value. Certain books hold value long-term because of school, obviously. So I always kept them in one spot and because it's quarantine, I was like, all right, let me just put it up. So I put it all on eBay, um, a couple sold, but like I said, this is just me doing something like i'm not gonna do this mainstream like go around my house and find everything to sell um i i, I definitely a, a good advocate for it because i'm sure you can make a lot of money doing that but um you also have to put in a lot, a lot of work for it i don't think it's as easy as um gary v makes it seem where you find something put a picture and put it online you if you want to sell it you have to put, do more than that yeah i think you definitely have to um do research and find out what books sell, which ones don't. Like, cause it's, that's hard. Like, I don't think a lot of books are sold for a lot, but you don't know what gems you have at your house and stuff. So that's a good point. Um, yeah. Do you have any other suggestions for making money online from starting from like zero or anything? Uh, suggestions wise, I say just find something. I know it sounds very cliche, but find something that you're interested in or something that you really want to learn. Like you might see a lot of videos online of how to make money that might not interest you, but one of the things that they teach interests you. So like you might really want to learn um, Facebook ads, which which is universal because you can use that to sell anything or do SSM, SMMA around local businesses. Um, but just find something you you want to learn, not that you're passionate about, that you want to learn, and just go from there. Honestly, yeah, perfect. And uh, if if you're like looking to make money, just do whatever that comes in your way. Um, all we have is time right now, especially during this quarantine. Um, just do whatever you can. Don't waste your time watching Netflix because I know there's a lot of people doing that um, because you're home. Why not take advantage of it, right? Yeah, that's what I plan to do. I want to possibly learn Facebook ads and stuff and so that maybe like on Fiverr, like I can run people's ads for them or start my own social media marketing company. But I don't know if I want to go to SMA mm -hmm. because it's very saturated right now. There's a lot of people into that business. So I think I would probably want to go the Fiverr route because that's just quick, easy and a quick way to make a buck. Yeah, so that's what I put. Well, you got to think of it um, this way for SMMA. It's, it is very saturated and a lot of the kids know about it, but I would say maybe 5% of everyone knowing about it actually do something about it. And even out of that 5%, out of the whole US, 
you know how many small businesses there are. I mean, I don't know where you live, but I'm sure where I live, you won't be coming to me. You'll stick to your local area. So it is saturated in the macro level. But if you go to the micro level, I know hands down in my area where I live, my local restaurants or my chiropractors, they are, aren't, they're having people come up to them and say, look, I'll run your ads for you. I know that for a fact because many small businesses and everyone lives at different spots that you can, you can do it easily. Yeah. And have you, have you started your own social media marketing agency at all? No, no, no. I, I, I wanted to like a couple of years ago. I got interested. I made a couple phone calls, but I wasn't fully prepared. I wasn't invested with myself because I knew, um, I, like I legit just started making phone calls and told people I can do it. But I never got to the point where um, I had a meeting. But even if I did, I wasn't, I knew well in my mind, I'm, I wasn't an expert with Facebook ads. And I would just be BSing um, these business owners. And I didn't want to do that. So I wanted to make sure I learned everything. And I, I never got into it, maybe because you, I don't know. I just never got into it as much. Okay. And I know I'm, I keep talking about side hustles, but they're very important, especially now. And this, this whole main podcast is going to be about side hustles. Other than make, going from zero to a hundred, what side hustles do you recommend right now people start that you think will make them a lot of money that can make them a lot of money because there's no internships right now. Um, even for social media marketing, like the reason I don't want to get into it right now is because money's tight for the, all these businesses. Like they're not yeah, getting yeah, business in true. the door. What kind of side hustles do you recommend people doing currently right now? Yeah. So there's a couple that uh, people can do. Um, like you mentioned Fiverr, you, you have a skill. I'm sure everyone has a skill, Put up on Fiverr, you might, you know, make you, it might be a hit. It might not be, but you always have certain skills that you can just put up. Um, like if you go on Fiverr, you'll see how people making a lot of money off Fiverr just with them doing something they enjoy. So you can do Fiverr another website. I'll work same thing. So you can put both of your things on both websites have double the traffic. Um, you could do, um, drop shipping. You could do, um, you can learn Facebook ads for certain stuff. Um, you can do, there's a, um, I'm also kind of getting involved with it at Etsy, print on demand. Basically, you put up designs, you make designs, put on a shirt, and put up on Etsy. And anytime you get a sale, you go through these printful or uh, printify. It's just like a wholesale shirt, so you can put that design on the shirt and ship out to them, which is basically like drop shipping, um, but it's on Etsy. Um, you can do that. You can do trading if you're involved with finance. You can do stocks, crypto. Um, it, it, the possibilities are endless. You can resell. <laughs> you can resell um, shoes, anything you have around your house. You can. There's a lot of stuff you can do. You just have to um, find it or look for opportunities. Interesting. I love that. Um, yeah. Uh, what is Etsy like? Is that so? Basically, you just make T-shirt designs for people. So what it is is Etsy is like an Amazon, a smaller level Amazon, but it's for uh, people, people. So they put uh, designs on mugs, shirts, masks, whatever it is. It's for unique people who like who make their own bracelets and want a place to sell it, or people that make um, different stuff around the house. Like they make it themselves, they make sewer, so whatever it is, they can put it on there and people can buy it and they sell it through that. So Etsy's the middleman. So it's like Amazon. Um, so what you can do is just make up a, a shirt design, put on a shirt, put it up on Etsy. 
when you get a sale, you go to the place where you design the shirt and just ship it out to them. Um, uh. But you can do that on a grand, uh, bigger scale too. It doesn't have to be shirts. You know, you can do mugs, mats, blankets, puzzles. It, you can do a whole bunch of, like custom designs. You can have people put in a picture that they want and send it to you and you just put on the shirt. Um, you might get the shirt for what, maybe like $10. You might sell it for 15 or 20 and make that, you know, five or $10 split as profit. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And so I know you kind of said that you kind of were getting out of the Shopify business because like it's been so saturated. And so like there's so many people into it and you kind of lost business. Do you recommend someone getting into Shopify and specifically Shopify? Sorry, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, even if it's, I I mean, everyone knows it's saturated. There is still money to be made because the amount of people doing it versus the amount of people who buy is is always going to be low. You might, like if I put it on a level, like a small level, there might be a hundred people with a Shopify store and actually running ads. There might be maybe a hundred million people still looking to buy. So it's never going to be saturated to a point where there's more people selling than buying. But still, there's a lot of people doing it. So you, you might run into competition problems, but the thing is you learn a lot from it. So you learn creative design, you learn logo making, website design, you learn how to make video ads, how to run ads. All this stuff is like amazing experience that you can use either for yourself or someone else in the future. So I 100% recommend it. Even if you don't want to do it, make money, do it to learn these other skills. Um, what kind of products do you recommend people get into Shopify that you have found success or you have seen um, success? I, I can't say that because when I was doing it, I did it two years ago. Um, I remember the one that I did pretty good on, it was like a, uh, a pet, uh, pet bowl, a pet Sorry, a pet water bowl. Um, it was not a regular water bowl. It had um, like a square on the bottom of it. So it, you could put it in your car and it'll tilt places, but the water will never fall. So this is like for people who like to take their dogs on hiking trips and want to keep the water in the back. They could drive with it and the, the dog can you know, drink water without it tilting over in the car or even at home because dogs are somewhat messy around the water. That one, um, it was pretty good, but like I said, this was like a year ago. But um, I recently saw on Shopify, sorry, AliExpress, where you import your product from, they they added a drop shipping tab. So all you had to do is click on that tab, and it says the most trending products for that day or week or um, whatever it is. You can see which has the most orders and which is trending, and you can go based off that if you if it's worth selling or not. So I think that would be the best to people go use that interesting and how does that work you have to like make your own product for shopify or you basically how does the whole process work because i'm a bit confused on it's a little bit yeah yeah what you do is you have your shopify account you create your account and it's a website host so you can you do all the creative work on shopify so you you make your website look good, product images, logos, slogans, whatever it is, descriptions, you add it all on there and make it unique. So this is the, the website that people see. And then what you do is you go on AliExpress and find a product that you want and you import it to your Shopify store. Now there's an app for this, it's called Oberlo and it does it all for you. You just hit um, import and it goes straight to your um, Shopify store uh, with all the pictures, description, everything. You don't have to do anything. 
and that's how you import it. So, and then from there, you can edit it on your own, fix up the images, description, change the title, um, prices, everything. You change that on Shopify. So you do everything on Shopify, just you get your product from AliExpress and other stuff that you want um, for your store, other places. Interesting. Thank you for that. Um, yeah. Do you think any more other things that you want to recommend inside hustling? Because I think we just talked for like, I would say for 20 to 40 minutes, just about side hustling. Anything else we forgot to mention or I forgot to ask no, you? I'm not, uh, not that I'm aware of. I mean, <laughs> take advantage of, uh, of all the time that you have probably. Um, and do what you want to actually learn and yeah. that will help you in the future okay cool um so let's get into let me ask you this you do so many side hustles and you probably make a lot of money why did you decide to go to college you can just make you know more money don't you think just by doing side hustles why why did you choose to go to college route that's a really good question um in my mind and I just think that, yeah, I see that college is um, unnecessary to an extent and you really don't need it. But if you have the opportunity, which I am very blessed that I do, um, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to take it for what it is. Um, I'm very blessed. My parents are paying for my college, um, so I don't have to worry much about it. I just have to you know, do well in school. And I mean, I'm, it, it definitely helps because you never know how the, the market's going to be and whatever side hustle that you do, it, it all revolves, revolves around someone buying it. So if we get hit with something and, you know, money's tight with whatever hustle you're doing, you kind of want to have a job to, to, um, to rely on. So that, that's what I'm, that, that's, that's my thinking. Whatever I do in the future, I, I know 100%, no matter what it is, thing that I have, I'm always gonna be doing a job full time and doing everything on the side, just in case this for um, for safety reasons. I'm always gonna do that. That's just me, and I know Gary V and other people say um, if you're happy, you know, quit your job and do what you decide also that you're doing. But um, I I think um, you should probably keep the job and do everything on the side. Yeah, interesting, and kind of, I mean, to an extent, yes. I don't think college is needed, but for me, I think it is like, I like college and I think it keeps me structured. And I think I'm going to gain, like, even with these whole fake gurus, like you're learning from professors who are legit. And I think that's important, but I don't think you need to go to like a big college to get like a dream job. Like it's like, for me, I want to work yeah. for Gary Vee. It's my, it's my dream job to work there. And I've looked at the people who work and they don't come from like big schools. So I'm not too worried about that. And I think all these big companies, they don't really care about where you go. They just care about what experiences you are doing and what are you doing? Like they care about how you're different from others. It's not really about what college you go to. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. And what college do you go to, by the way? Is it, do you go I, to COD? I go to UIC, University of Illinois, Chicago. Interesting. And what's your major? Is it business related or no? Yeah, it's finance. Interesting, cool. And yeah, um, how did you first find Gary Vee? <laughs> I mean, everyone's always seen him. Um, I started actually listening to this podcast maybe like um, a year or two ago. 
um, I was never in podcast and obviously I was, I'm on Instagram so I've always seen his videos so when I downloaded podcast he was like the first person so I just he, he was the first person I subscribed to so I watched his so I listened to his podcast here and there but yeah that's how I initially found him I'm sure that's how half the people found him um, just him on their feed or on the explore page and people resonating with his content yeah interesting and I think we're getting so one last a few more questions um what is a time where you've experienced failure and how did you kind of come back from that so like tell me a story and how you kind of um came back from failure hmm, I was was probably my crypto journey um I've definitely lost a lot of money um trading or putting it in certain projects which I thought were good and ended up not working out and just keep going forward with it um yeah I might have lost money in the long term but the thing is with investing you only put in what you can afford to lose so keeping that in my mind yeah I hurt but I only put in how much I can afford to lose so knowing that okay I lost all this money but I can still be fine with myself because it wasn't everything interesting I like that a lot so far as you have a lot of dreams and goals that you accomplish right in your life and this podcast is about dreams and goals so what kind of were your dreams and ambitions and how have you been able to accomplish that yeah so one of my dreams was to get um an internship this summer um and I'm very fortunate I was able to um I definitely put in a lot of work and I had uh, one of my friends Josh he helped me a lot through the process too um just interview prep basic questions everything and I really really I didn't need one I really wanted one for this year and I'm very fortunate enough to have gotten one and yeah that's one of my recent dreams that I had and congrats on getting an internship that's hard especially in this time and age um yeah. yeah let's get into YouTube and TikTok um how did you start your YouTube channel and how did you start your TikTok so YouTube I started YouTube same time I got into crypto um there was not there weren't a lot of uh, crypto YouTubers when I started back in 2018 I wanted to get involved in it then I made a couple videos and Unfortunately, it died off. I I never uploaded more again. Um I didn't have like the pro- in my mind, my excuse was I didn't have the proper um, equipment. Which going back then, I even if I would have kept that would have been much bigger than I am now, but um yeah, that, so that's how I started and then recently um I'm just starting to put on more crypto related stuff so I started picked it I picked it back up a couple um months ago. um just putting more crypto related stuff um trying to put more um side hustle videos on there as well and seeing how that goes from there and TikTok um TikTok I was I've always been a big advocate for it like back in when it first started coming out back in October um I remember telling all my friends this is going to be big um this is going to be new vine make sure you're on it make sure you're on it um I took that information myself I did um I made a couple of videos here and there um just so I can be on the platform and then um in December during uh winter break uh I wanted to niche down into things so I niched down into uh life hack so I made like a couple of videos on like life hacks you can do around the house um I I didn't like doing that cuz it didn't intrigue me so I stopped that and then a couple um 
weeks later, I came across, or I started seeing a lot more finance related stuff because that, that's the type of stuff I was interacting with. I said, oh, I love this. I have to post my content. And from there, I just started making a lot more finance related stuff. And my TikTok um, kind of blew up. And I mean, I want to say, well, just, uh, people started enjoying the content. And yeah, that's yeah, how I got started. Yeah. And yeah, I definitely yeah. do think it's a great platform utilize especially right now with with you being able to use that following to grow in other places yeah that's what i'm trying to use trying to use tiktok to leverage my uh to leverage my podcast because a lot of stuff that i talk on my podcast i'm trying to get them to convert um to my to, a lot of stuff I had to do on my TikTok sorry I'm trying to do them get them to convert on to my podcast and it's doing pretty well my TikTok like I'm very small like 11 followers but some of my videos got like 100 views and or more and that's really good um yeah that's so, amazing Sorry. yeah especially like I think I started like a week ago and whatever it like whatever Gary says, like he says, put out three TikToks a day. And I've been doing that. Like I put out one yesterday. I put out a couple the day before. So really I'm just taking his advice and just putting out TikToks. But I know you have found success. Um, what kind of things do you recommend me doing and other people who are in, because people listening to this are interested in business, are interested in side hustles, are interested in motivating people because they have found that, hey, they have gotten onto that, out of that slump. So what kind of, what have you seen it be seen that is successful on TikTok that you think someone could go viral maybe today, tomorrow, this week um, that you think would help them out? So yeah, for my experience, um, there's a couple of things. Number one, always use a trending song. Don't choose a song. Unless it goes well with your video, choose a trending song. Because what I heard is TikTok, um, for certain songs, people buy uh, uh, view plays. So TikTok has to um, show that song to a certain amount of people for like the contract, whatever. So if you use that song, they push it out more because they have to. So always use a trending song. Make sure um, the audio quality is good if you're speaking. Make sure the song, I, I've seen a couple of people who use songs and the song is louder than their voice and that's just, you shouldn't do that. Make sure the, the, the song is enough to where people can hear it, but it doesn't take away from what you're speaking. So one, number one, make sure you're always using a song. Number two, as you said all as well, post at least two i i personally do one a day because i take a little more time with my editing or finding the type of content for that day but at least at least one a day and the more the better people say make sure you do two or three and that can definitely help um that will definitely help actually for you to go faster but um i do one a day um number three making sure you choose content or post stuff that you enjoy um if you're just doing it for the views you're gonna die out after like a week. You're, you're not gonna enjoy doing it anymore. So make sure you're doing something that you're happy with doing and um, um, intrigued with doing. And the last step I would say is um, make sure you become a TikTok pro member. It's super simple. You just go into settings and become a pro member. When you're doing that, you get to see TikTok analytics. So you can see all the analytics of the people viewing your videos. So it shows good stuff like, um, uh, 
sorry it shows uh like your age group the where the people uh what areas the people are listening to you from so like uh country-wise like united states um canada uk it shows all that stuff uh and it also shows the the time that you're at following the mall most active so you should post during that time because they're telling you look this is the time your followers are most active so why wouldn't you post that time you have more reach so um i think those are like the steps that i would do if people are interested in going on tiktok make sure um you follow that and use hashtags as well make sure you use also use hashtags relevant to what you're posting um don't use hash like the basic hashtags like fyp for your page xyz whatever it is use stuff um related to you so if people ever want to go back or are people are interested in a hashtag let's say you make a motivational post if you just use hashtag motivation your video will come up rather than um coming up in front of maybe like what a hundred thousand people posted a video like that whereas before you page you get billions of people posting so you probably would never rank honestly yeah so use relevant hashtags is what you're trying to say um what kind of topics though have you seen be successful because i know some of your videos have gone viral like your ikea one um just a lot of your runs have gone viral. Good job. Like, um, what kind of, like, I think right now TikTok is dying out a little bit, but it's still very, the algorithm is still very friendly. Um, what kind of topics, like, do you recommend them doing? Like, do you think motivation, um, dancing, uh, what kind of- I you- say doing whatever they enjoy. There's a, there's a huge, huge amount of people on TikTok that have their own small knit community. Like, if you see, uh, the TikTok algorithm is really cool how it works. So if you start liking and commenting and favoriting certain posts, you get more videos like that. And you, from that, you'll see, oh wow, there's a huge community around this specific topic. Like my friends, our cousins are super involved with anime. I personally don't like it, so I never get any anime related stuff. But when they show me their For You page, it's all anime and they're like, yeah, there's we have this whole community um, there's certain big people, certain small people, and everyone just knows each other. And just there's always a, there's all all there's a community on TikTok. You just need to find which one, um, which niche you want to get into, and become involved in that community. So your name is part of that. So like, for example, if you say anime, oh this anime TikToker I like, or this one, um, you should have that name in that community group. Yeah, interesting, cool. Um, yeah. Uh, what What has been your your favorite TikTok that you have made? No, my most favorite one that made. Um, I don't know. I made quite a lot. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have to say the one that went the most viral was the one uh, the best jobs for teens. That's I re- I, I honestly never thought that would have gone viral. I'm so happy it did. Um, but yeah, it only takes like one video for you to be like, I got maybe like three or 4,000 followers off that one video, which is crazy. Um, yeah. But also like if you, if you're doing YouTube videos and you want to convert, you should always try to put, um, you know, I make YouTube videos about this in your video. I've, I've also had quite a people convert. Like when I made my first crypto TikTok and there was a lot of people interested, I got a couple hundred subscribers off of just that one video, which I was super shocked about. Cause all I said was, if you want more information that showed me with my finger on my computer, um, my, my YouTube video and put the link in my bio, I, that video, I got like over a thousand views off that one YouTube video. So 
um, if you want to convert for certain stuff, always say um, at the end. And obviously, don't be too pushy. Do it in certain videos where it makes sense. Interesting. And yeah, that's awesome. I was going to ask you about that. Um, yeah, how, how, what does a typical day look like for you for researching a TikTok and doing your side hustles? How long do you spend researching side hustles, like doing your side hustles and then researching a TikTok, editing? And yeah. So for success, it probably takes me like an hour out of my day. Um, I have like a calendar where I write down everything I need to get done for the day. So it all depends what time I do everything. But TikTok probably, um, I would say an hour out of the day of me um, finding what type of video I want to post for that day, uh, recording it and then editing it and then saving it to my drafts and then me posting it at the time that's uh, most of my followers are active. So I do it that way. And other stuff, uh, I just, it all depends uh, on the type of day. Um, I try not to um, overwork myself as well. Um, I try to have balance in my life, especially right now with the quarantine. Um, I know I said, uh, make sure you put in a lot of work, but also you don't want to burn yourself out because you can't go anywhere. You're already at home every day. So um, just make sure, you know, I, I go out, I work out, um, you know, I do some landscaping around the house just to keep myself active, but just making sure um, everything that I do for the day is right now on my calendar. So I know um, if I got something done this day. Interesting. And Faris, before we end the podcast, um, do you feel like I anything else I did not ask you that you feel like you're an expert on or want to share with my followers? No, you pretty much asked me um, everything I probably would have talked about if you did. So good yeah. job for that. Perfect. Thank you. Um, and where can people find you? Um, where can people find your, and I don't know if you're active on Instagram, but where can they find your Instagram, uh, TikTok, Twitters, uh, YouTube? Uh, I'll send you the information so you can find the notes. But if you want more about um, crypto investing, you can go on my YouTube. It's crypto, C-R-Y-P-T-O, quad, Q-U-A-D. Um, and then if you want my TikTok, it's far as my first name and then my first initial Q. So F-A-A. R-E-S-Q. Okay, perfect, guys. And I hope you enjoyed.